Hello, welcome to the crazy mind of the Mad Dasher. I am Chad, your host. Enjoy the show. Thank you. Here's some celebrities with their realism. America is the greatest country in the world. Diversity and opportunity. Freedom and freedom. So let's keep it that way. Well, the New York Jets. No, I'm going to hold you to an answer on that. Is not the greatest country in the world, Professor. That's my answer. You're saying yes. You know why people don't like liberals? Because they lose. If liberals are so fucking smart, how come they lose so goddamn always? Hey. And with a straight face, you're going to tell students that America is so star-spangled awesome that we're the only ones in the world who have freedom? Canada has freedom. Japan has freedom. The UK, France, Italy, Germany, Spain, Australia, Belgium has freedom. So 207 sovereign states in the world, like 180 of them have freedom. All right. And yeah, you, uh, sorority girl, just in case you actually accidentally wander into a voting booth one day, there's some things you should know. And one of them is there is absolutely no evidence to support the statement that we're the greatest country in the world. We're seventh in literacy, 27th in math, 22nd in science, 49th in life expectancy, 178th in infant mortality, third in median household income, number four in labor force, and number four in exports. We lead the world in only three categories. Number of incarcerated citizens per capita, number of adults who believe angels are real, and defense spending, where we spend more than the next 26 countries combined, 25 of whom are allies. Now, none of this is the fault of a 20-year-old college student, but you nonetheless are, without a doubt, a member of the worst period, generation, period, ever, period. So when you ask what makes us the greatest country in the world, I don't know what you're talking about. Sure used to be. We stood up for what was right. We fought for moral reasons. We passed laws, struck down laws for moral reasons. We waged wars on poverty, not poor people. We sacrificed, we cared about our neighbors, we put our money where our mouths were, and we never beat our chest. We built great big things, made ungodly technological advances, explored the universe, cured diseases, and we cultivated the world's greatest artists and the world's greatest economy. We reached for the stars, acted like men. We aspired to intelligence, we didn't belittle it, it didn't make us feel inferior. We didn't identify ourselves by who we voted for in the last election, and we didn't didn't scare so easy. We were able to be all these things and do all these things because we were informed by great men, men who were revered. First step in solving any problem is recognizing there is one. America is not the greatest country in the world anymore. You changed. You stopped being you. You let people stick a finger in your face and tell you you're no good. And when things got hard, you started looking for something to blame. Like a big shadow. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place. And I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody. He's going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, then go out and get what you're worth. But you got to be willing to take the hits and not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that and that ain't you. You're better than that. You know, my, my personal feeling is that there's a big difference between fantasy land mm-hmm. and reality. Fantasy land is what we do. Um, it's a, you're either writing something, writing a song, uh, writing a book, doing a movie, right. doing a television sure. show. That's, that's fantasy land. Mm-hmm. And that's where that stuff belongs. In reality, when we're dealing with things like uh, terrorism and whatnot, we're all going to have different opinions on, 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 how to, on how to do it, how to yeah. deal with it. Yeah. Mine happens to be that uh, I think there's a very strong reason founding fathers had for the Second Amendment, and that is that no go- no government ever hasn't had to um, fight its own people, and its own people hasn't had to fight <laughs> its own government. We had our civil war. If that Second Amendment hadn't been there, those people would not have had the opportunity to do what they considered was defending their life, their, their way, their, their style of living. So I agree with that. I, I think that's an important part of our existence. You know, my... my-
I asked Mel to present uh, this award to me for a reason, because when I couldn't get sober, he told me not to give up hope, and he urged me to find my faith. It didn't have to be his or anyone else's as long as it was rooted in forgiveness. And I couldn't get hired, so he cast me in the lead of a movie that was actually developed for him, and he kept a roof over my head, and most importantly, he said that if I accepted responsibility for my wrongdoings, and if I embraced that part of my soul that was ugly, uh, hugging the cactus, he calls it, he said that if I hugged the cactus long enough, I'd become a man of some humility, and that my life would take on a new meaning, and it worked. All he asked in return was that uh, someday I help the next guy. I asked him. should be telling its children that they were born with the wrong gender, a concept that was never heard of. My Department of Education will inform states and school districts that if any teacher or school official suggests to a child that they could be trapped in the wrong body, they will be faced with severe consequences, including potential civil rights violations. I will ask Congress to pass a bill establishing that the only genders recognized by the United States government are male and female, and they are I think it's really important to call out anti-LGBTQ rhetoric. Just something I feel obligated to do as a gay man. I work in radio. I've been getting requests for this artist that I've never heard of before. Listen to the song. It was all right. I went to the artist's Twitter page and I got to see this gem. Remember when Tom McDonald dressed in skin-tight sparkly onesies and sang songs that 36 other people wrote so he could have the number one pop song in the country? Yeah, me either. Let me stop you right there. It's not homophobic to make fun of somebody's outfit. If you're gay, that's great. I'm happy for you. But being gay is in some invisibility cloak that automatically makes you off limits to criticism. And you know what? I didn't make any mention of the fact that Sam Smith is gay at all. I didn't say Sam Smith had to like dudes to go number one. I said he wore a sparkly onesie and needed a whole bunch of people to help write a song to go number one. Also, I make fun of straight people all the time. Joe Biden's straight, and he's an idiot. So in closing, I'll say f*** anybody who hates you because of your sexual orientation, but also f*** anybody who's too caught up in their ultra-sensitive, self-righteous bull to know that that's not always the case. My new song, Ghost, is out now. Check it out. No sparkly onesies or 36 writers needed. I think it's really... was married to racism at the hip, so don't pretend it was a right-wing phenomenon. It wasn't. Hold on, don't shout at me. You came voluntarily. Did I ask you to come? Defending fascism. I'm defending fascism. No, I'm exposing you as a fascist. How am I a fascist? People who are but see, the problem is, sometimes you get speakers like me who are not scared of people like you. Ultimately, you are afraid of ideas. You're not willing to engage with me. You think I pose a threat to you? I'm an immigrant. I came to America with nothing. What threat do I pose to you? You propose dangerous, violent ideas that kill millions of people. I propose dangerous, violent ideas that kill people? Who have I killed? <laughs> is one that is distinctly on the left. And the idea that the fascists are right-wing because they support racial superiority? Wait a minute. The guy who showed the Ku Klux Klan movie in the White House was Woodrow Wilson, a progressive Democrat. So progressivism was married to racism at the hip. So don't pretend it was a right-wing phenomenon. It wasn't. And you know that and you know that's what tricks aid women got the unrealistic and you know that's what this to this. And you know, that's what trips me out. It's like we say women got the unrealistic expectations, and some of them do, but ain't nobody got more unicorn, fairy tale, door the explorer expectations of the opposite sex than us men. Again, some women do expect a man to be six feet tall and make six figures and have a six-pack abs, and that's unrealistic for most men. But I know, like, ten dudes already that fit into that category. All you got to do is have a good job and some good genetics, and you're straight. But look at us. Like, how? how what do we expect 
of a woman. She got to be a virgin, but she got to be a freak. She got to pay half the bills, but she got to do 100% of the cleaning, the cooking, the child raising. She got to be exhausted from all of that, you know, all the cooking and washing and cleaning and all that good stuff, and still be horny enough to meet our sexual needs and get a good night's rest, but also wake up in the middle of the night in case we want some head and a turkey sandwich. That ain't it. She also got to give birth to all our babies because, you know, we, we got to have that legacy. But then she can't have no stretch marks and she got to lose that baby weight in 30 days or less. And and then she got to do it while fighting postpartum depression by herself because we're going to tell her she having an attitude or something like that because all we're thinking about is we ain't got no vagina in the last six weeks that she got to take the heel. That ain't it. Then she can get older, but she can't look older. Otherwise, we're going to say that she's falling off. Like the list goes on, but just tell me something. How many women do you know that fit into that category? None. So who really got the unrealistic expectations? How long have you been married? 42 years. How was that possible? I count dog years because my wife's a bitch. How long have you been married? silly liberal fruitcakes. I came out here and wanted to tell some jokes. Let's do some reality checks here. Do you have any idea, sir, how pathetic it must be to be you? These people wanted to come out and have a good time, hear a few jokes, some thoughtful discussion, but your head pops off the pillow in the morning with, oh, how can I be a professional victim today? Let me go in and screw with their act just because, oh my God, your parents didn't tell you that your opinion wasn't worth that much. Look, look, they're confused. They're confused. You know why? Because I'm not your gender studies professional who has to cater to your trigger warning, microaggression, safe space bullshit. I didn't want to do this. I wanted to come out and tell a few jokes. You created this monster. We have to go. Ten more minutes of this. Let this reverberate. Let it be a life lesson. This monster right here that you're so afraid of, the face you see in your nightmares, was created by social justice warrior assholes like you. Time to listen. My girlfriend think that we're gonna, especially my girlfriend think that we're gonna leave them all the time. Oh, you're gonna leave me because I'm not good enough. Woman, I'm lucky I even got you. What do you mean? I am built like a twig. I look like every basic white boy with black hair. You are probably going to be the first and last girlfriend I have. I'm hideous. I appreciate that you have enough confidence in me that you think I can pull another girl like that, but I really can't. You are stuck with me because there is no way. Nobody's going to be lined up at my door like I want to date him. I don't even know how you put up with me half the time. I'm lucky you even looked in my direction. What do you mean? What about I'm about to leave you? Where am I about to go? Walmart? I hate when girls, especially... Ash, how would you feel? I'll be extremely grateful. Would anybody be able to get you in a bad mood for a little while? Absolutely not. Okay, Deanna, would you agree? I would agree 100%. If I said I'll give you the million, matter of fact, I made it 10 million, but you couldn't wake up tomorrow, you're uh, done, would you take it? Absolutely not. Okay, so what you're both saying is that waking up, just waking up tomorrow is worth more than $10 million. That's how much perspective. And that, yep, it is. It is. Why, then why ain't you feeling that way every damn time you wake up? <laughs> oh, shit. Damn. I never looked at it that way. Nobody does, dude. That's why we get up and we're all bummed out. We have a bad day and this sucks and that sucks. And the world hates me and that's not fair. And I, you know, I can't lose weight because of this reason. And I can't get in shape and I can't make money. Blah, 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 blah. Guys, if I just gave you both. So this ain't me complaining, this is 
just me talking and dealing with some of the anger issues that I'm dealing with lately. Like, for instance, since you guys voted for these uh, Democrat socialist Nazis, they have raised the taxes so badly on the middle class, which is the working class, the, the lemmings, the cogs in the damn machine, and like I claim zero, I don't have any exemptions. I pay out all my taxes, so I should be getting a bigger portion back at the end of the year. Well, apparently that didn't happen. When I went to do my taxes, my federal, I only got like $50 back. And I paid out a good six, dollars $7,000 in taxes this year, this last year in 2022. It just makes no sense. Just like other things don't make no sense to me. Like I have a lot of uh, people of other cultures and races that work with me where I work. And I live the furthest away from the restaurant that I work for. And we have a major snow day today on February 16th, 17th. Which is what it is right now um, and me and a few others that live the furthest away were the ones who made it to work the ones that live close said oh I driving in this shit fuck this shit I ain't doing this shit yet me who has no four-wheel drive in my car no traction control in my car I drive a Ford Fusion, the 2015 model, and I slid around and slid around and almost crashed my car multiple times today, yet I still went to work. I don't understand how these these people talk so much shit all day long, oh, I, I'm a badass, I'm a this, I, I don't like this and I don't like that. Thing is, you don't hear me complain. I just show up for work. The only thing I got today was a thank you for coming in. Okay. Right now, I've been like super busy with multiple projects. Um, working on my second book which is a rewrite of the first book but for a bigger publisher and if I hit my goal of 85,000 words they're going to publish my book in a bigger publication then I ain't got to invest five grand and take a loss and hopefully I'll make up that money when I uh, join this other publishing firm. Um, what else is new? Um, other than my my mother passed away, amazing woman. She passed away January first, the first day of this year. Amazing woman. This woman was so amazing that you know. I'd walk in the house, didn't even say a word, and she looked right at me dead in the eye and asked me, what'd you do wrong? She knew I did something wrong. She knew I fucked up in some way or shape or form. She just knew. Just like the day the day I found out I was going to be a father for the first time, I called her up. I'm like, hey, mom, how you doing? She didn't say hello. She paused for a moment. And then she goes, so when's my grandson going to be born? She knew we were pregnant before we knew we were pregnant. 
And she knew it was a boy. She had some skills. She always seemed to know everything. Yet, she uh, dropped out of high school at 17 because she was pregnant with my older brother. Then she married my dad. He joined the Air Force. We moved all over the world. I was his first station after he got done with basic training. My parents actually tried to have me. I was the only one that my brothers planned. And then we moved to England and my younger brother, Chris, was born. He's an interesting fella. And for the longest time, people thought we were actually twins. Uh, and then there was my younger, my youngest brother, Kendall, who was adopted. But I don't like those terms. You know, I just see him as my brother. He's always going to be my natural born brother. I Just like when I was was married twice and I had stepchildren. I didn't like the, the word stepfather because it just, it isolates the person and keeps them separate from the rest of the family. When you, you have to go introduce, oh, this is my stepfather. I never said that they were my stepkids. I just said, this is my daughter, Sarah, or this is my daughter, Tanya, or whoever. Just throwing names out there. And when I talked about him, I didn't say, hey, my stepdaughter did this today. I'm proud of her for doing this. No, I said, my daughter did this today, and I'm proud of her for it. I don't like some of those titles because, like I said, they isolate you from the family. Like, you introduced as, oh, this is my mom's husband. I feel when you label people like that, it removes them from your family because it's like, oh, he's only related because he's married to my mother, but there's no relation. I don't even like this person. But, especially when that person goes out of their way to do everything for you, even though you don't know about it, and your mother the or the custodial parent takes all the praise and responsibility for everything that's done. Like there was times with one of my ex-wives, she asked me if I can pick up a few extra shifts at the job that I was working at the time so we can purchase our daughter a new winter coat like sure i'll pick up some extra shifts and i did did some overtime made some extra money but when but when the divorce happened all of a sudden that that child was like yeah you never did anything you were lazy you didn't contribute I'm like wow i didn't contribute yet when your mother was laid off from her job, I took care of all the bills. I worked extra shifts at work to pay those bills and made sure that all the bills were paid, but I didn't contribute. Okay, sure. I'm one of those people that I'm very blunt and honest almost too honest sometimes, brutally honest. Like back in the 90s when I was a music promoter and I would go meet with a band, if they sucked, I pretty much let them know. I let them have it. I tell them what they need to work on and, and everything. If I thought that it was fixable. Matter of fact, at the time, my own personal label was called Harsh Realities.
because the harsh reality was is if you were bad, I'm not going to sit there and like feed your ego and feed you a bunch of bullshit like most uh, managers do, most uh, promoters do. I'm just going to be straight to the point and kick you right in the face because that's what needs to happen. Well, that was the 90s. I, I moved away from that. And like even many years later, some of the bands I worked with end up going out, becoming bigger groups and superpower groups. And they would meet other people on the road and they were like, hey, you should go work with Chad. Chad's an amazing person who can get things done. Many years later, all of a sudden, I got all these bands contacting me through Facebook and asking me if they can work with me. And I'm like, I'm not really in that business, but I can point you in the right direction. And that's what I could do for you. I mean, it's not really a big passion of mine anymore. I mean, one thing I learned in the music business is that it's not as glamorous as you think. Like, your record company will buy you cars and a house and everything, but if you decide to drop your label, they impound your house, your cars, everything you own, all your clothes, and then you're, you're, you're back wearing those uh, grungy tennis shoes and uh, sweatpants you were wearing when they, they signed you in the first place. And back then, I, I, I didn't have a get a high percentage cut from the groups I worked with. My basic bottom line was 13%. Like, you give me, you, you put in what you, you want. You paid for the studio time. I helped sell your products. You gave me 13% off the top. We were good. That's how the business ran then. Things were simple then. I found a way to make money without spending money back then. Nowadays, I spend a lot of money getting to where I want to be in life with my own companies. Matter of fact, my goal in life now, because I'm getting older and I'm at the point where I can retire soon is I'm building a dynasty company and someday I will be looking for one person that I can trust with my company to run the company while I move to like Ireland or something retire and not interact with society Except for like FaceTime or when I'm on a book tour and I plan on writing full time. Or if I come up with like a new flavor for a drink that my company produces. I'll still have 100% control. I'll stop in periodic, periodic, uh, periodical and check on the how my company's running and if whatever uh, CFO I put in charge while I'm gone is not meeting my expectations I'll find another one and I will run the company until it I find someone who does meet those qualifications and expectations I kind of want to be like, maybe someday they'll they'll bring back uh, undercover boss, and I'll go into one of my uh, warehouses and work undercover and do undercover boss. Then introduce myself as the CEO 
first I even thought about, you know, opening my own chain of restaurants. Because, but I don't want, like, the normal kind of restaurant. I want something where if the customer is being rude, my staff have every right to be rude back. I want that kind of restaurant. I'm not going to have the kind of restaurant where I kiss the uh, customer's ass. Matter of fact, there's going to be signs by my front door that says, we don't give a shit about your fucking allergies. Or, we are not gluten-free, gluten-sensitive. We don't cater to Karens. If you're a Karen, don't enter. And because I, I know servers get treated so horribly there's going to be a mandatory tipping system in, in, in my restaurants and it'll be based on the how many people in the party I'm a very highly intelligent person and I take care of my people And like in Nebraska, we have one of the lowest uh, pay rates for servers. Servers in Nebraska only make $2.13 an hour. And then they rely on tips. Then there's the lie that that the, uh, the companies provide is if you don't make at least minimum wage each one of your shifts they they reimburse the server so if they come into work and they only make $20 and they're there for 7 hours the company has to average it out and then give them the difference. But the thing is, is the servers don't ever see that money anyways because their taxes are so high on, on serving people, on servers, that you can't pay servers enough. It, it just, it boggles my mind that because the servers take home their money each day. So a lot of servers actually lie about how much money they're taking home. Because they're responsible for claiming their own tips. And the other thing I don't like in, in the re restaurant business, when you're a salary manager, part of your salary is, is counted for as tips. So you're getting you have to pay taxes on these tips that of money you never see. But you're, you're paying out even more money. Because you're getting paid out as a server and a manager. And the economics behind it just boggles my mind. Of course, then, then you have the restaurants where the servers are not permitted to have tips because they're making like $17 an hour. To me, it, it's all complicated. I think if you're going to be an hourly wage, you're going to have an hourly wage. If you're going to get paid in tips, you need to be paid just in tips. I mean, I get it. There's an offset credit for companies. I mean, personally, I don't want to run my own restaurant. I mean, I've had dreams about running my own restaurant. But when I see the stresses that some of these companies go through, Personally, I don't give a shit about Karens. I've seen Karens pull off some of the stupidest shit. Like when I was working at Burger King, we had the same group come through every 
day for like 14 days and every day they said that we messed up their food and we replaced their food every day for 14 days so finally the owner was there one day and we explained to him what was going on and that customer came through the owner walked over talked to the customer and told them that this would be the last time that we're recovering their food and if they showed up again they would be arrested for fraud but this way we never saw those customers again I'd rather take care of good customers where we mess up and it's our fault than the customers who order something and then claim that they ordered something different just so they can get a free meal and not pay for something. These customers don't realize that what they're doing is harming a business because a company can only take a loss for so long before they have to shut down and can't afford their employees because customers want to uh, falsify reports and cause companies to collapse. You think that that $1.95 cheeseburger at McDonald's is too expensive, yet you go and then you claim that they messed up your cheeseburger, it was supposed to be only ketchup, and then you call back and say, oh, it was supposed to be only mustard, and then we fix it for you. That $1.50 adds up really quick, really fast, when you get like 100,000 people a day coming through your drive-thru who do the same fucking thing. Just like you get those people that just have to like be so complicated. Like, when I worked at Pizza Hut, people would call in, and then they have to have half pizzas. Oh, on this half, I want only pepperoni, and on this half, I want pepperoni, but with sausage and bacon, but on the other side, I want no sauce. Why you gotta be so difficult? Just order two small pizzas. people are getting all this stimulus money that's the other thing that pisses me off so on the weekend people that are not working should not be allowed to leave their damn house in fact I think they should have stickers put on their car saying hey I, I collect a stimulus check I don't work and they should be banned from driving on the weekends when the hard ass people hard working people on the weekends are working their butts off for no reason other than to serve these people and then we're late to work because we're stuck in traffic behind all these fucking idiots. It just boggles the mind how stupid people are these days. Oh, I'm going to sit home all week and do nothing until my thumb as soon as the weekend comes. It's party time. I got that welfare check or I got that stimulus check. But they don't realize the people that they're that are serving them and work, people are actually working jobs, working for companies to serve these idiots. They're not realizing that you're making it hard on these people they got to pay higher taxes to pay for your stimulus checks or your welfare money. And yet you go in there and treat people like shit. I don't see the purpose behind it. Why is it so necessary for you to treat people so badly. And then wonder why they're angry at you. Hell, it's not like the 90s where you 
you piss off the people at Taco Bell and they spit in your food. Well, nowadays, you can go to jail for something stupid like that. No, 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 it's not like that no more. Shit like that get you in trouble. But you gotta realize these people work hard for you to have these different meals that you just gotta have. And yet you treat them like crap. And then you wonder why they give you such an attitude and don't want to help you. This is a note from my Twitter, The Exile Nation. Anyone who... Anyone who, for the Democrat Nazi Party, should be in prison like the terrorist Nazi in charge at the White House, ugly kid Joe, burden Biden. Socialism is wrong. Americans need to wake up and vote the right way next time. Anyone but Democrats in 2024. Say goodbye to the Nazi America. told that if somebody asked to touch my hair or somebody came and, and wanted to look at my braids that was racism being played out in real time and that they were trying to express how different I was and really belittle me. This would happen all the time to me in school. Kids would walk up and go, oh I love your curly hair, can I touch your hair? And that was evil to me. That was racism shining right in my face. So you can imagine how bad that was for me, believing these things as a young person. Interesting that tone of voice that you used there when you were talking about those kids that would come up to you, the way you mm -hmm. mimicked them was by acting out the vocal intonations of a curious kid, not as someone who's yes. being mean. What do you now think those kids were doing? And what do you think would have been a better way for you to look at that when you were a kid? The best way I could have looked at that as a child was, oh my gosh, somebody is displaying interest in me. How, how wonderful right, a right. thing that somebody saw something that was different to what they normally saw and felt the need to point that out and to ask me about it. They were genuinely curious about how my hair came to be this way. And if I had viewed the world in that light, I would have been such a happy little child. And unfortunately, I had the exact opposite experience. Was told that about six years ago, I started up a movement on Twitter called the Exiled Nation. My goal was to prevent people from voting. Because people always vote for the stupidest shit. And if you think your vote for president counted, it didn't. Since they have the electoral vote, you you can vote. The person who's in charge of the electoral, he looks over everybody's votes. He sees what the popular vote is. But then he, he or she votes their own way. Whether they follow the the majority or they decide that they want to go against the majority, they vote against the majority. My problem I have with is the fact that they're rigged. They already know, you already knew the Democrats were going to cheat. They made sure that Trump's votes were lost and then they counted votes almost a week later that allowed Biden to become president, which you fucking sheep are stupid for. Just remember a vote for a Democrat is a vote for a Nazi right now in the regime that's in place. They were, they were supposed to raise taxes on the rich. They raised taxes on the middle class. Me personally, I claim zero and pay out all my taxes. But for some reason, I didn't get any of those taxes back. Yet they still give out stimulus checks to people. They still steal my money to give 
free money to people who sit home and mooch off the government. I'm more about free America. Become part of the working class. Help rebuild America. Stop sitting home, collecting a check, and smoking weed all day. I don't care if you think marijuana is legalized. It's their way to control you, and you, again, are a slave because you are a sheep. You vote for the Democratic way, and they've made prices outrageous. People on fixed incomes can't even afford a gallon of milk anymore. But you're okay with that because you voted Democrat. You're a sheep. realities you can feel however you want i mean i could sit here and say that i feel like a tomato plant but that doesn't mean i'm actually in those things so your your self-perception you can have whatever self-perception you want but you can't expect me to take part in that self-perception or to take part in this kind of charade this theatrical production you don't get your own pronouns just like you don't get your own prepositions or your own your own adjectives you know it's like if i were to tell you my adjectives are handsome and brilliant. And no matter, whenever you're talking about me, you have to describe me as handsome and brilliant because that's how I identify. It makes no sense. You don't get your own pronouns. I think it's, it's delusion. It can be a mental illness. It can be, oh, it's, it's a lot of different things. With, with children, wow. you know, there, there's also just a basic confusion that all kids have. When a four-year-old boy comes to you and says, oh, I'm a girl, here's a good follow-up question. What is a girl? And that's a question I would like to throw out to you know, other members of the panel. Actually, because just like the four-year-old can't answer, what is a girl? Well, this is one of the problems with this left-wing gender ideology is that no one who espouses it can even tell you what these words mean. It's like, what is a woman? Well, can you tell me what a woman is? No, I can't. What do you define a woman as? An adult human female. You know, here's the thing. When you're, when you're a female, it I wanted you to know I love the way you laugh. I wanna hold you high and steal your pain away. I'm the power photograph. I know it says me when. I wanna hold you high and steal your pain. Because I'm broken when I'm lonesome And I don't feel right when you're gone away You gotta win, you don't feel me anymore The worst is over now And we can breathe again I wanna hold you high and steal your pain I'm so much left to learn And we one left to find I wanna hold you high and still more pain because I'm broken when I'm open and I don't feel right when you're strong enough because I'm broken when I'm not. And I don't feel right when you're gone away.